Loving greetings, my friends, from the Science of Mind Spiritual Center, a global community in unity. I guess I should say happy Super Bowl Sunday, and I'm knowing that your team wins, and also have a very happy Valentine's Day. Thank you so much for choosing to join me today. Remember, this day is yours to create in any way you so choose. So let's continue to make this new year a beautiful, beautiful, wonderful giving year each and every day. Let's fill our hearts and our minds with all the goodness that we can imagine. And let's let the spirit of love and joy, happiness, gratitude, and compassion pour out of us onto the world, knowing that peace on earth begins with us. If you would like information about our center, please go to our website at www.somspiritualcenterla.org. You can enjoy listening to the meditations and the talks online or on our podcast, and just look around, see what interests you. If our message inspires you and is making a valuable difference in your life, I invite you to give. And the place to give from is heartfelt gratitude and abundance. Giving from the heart is important because it's affirming that you're actually in this divine flow. Consistent and generous giving is important to you. Because when you give to where you are spiritually fed, it comes back to you multiplied abundantly in so many ways. It's important to us because your giving helps support and empower the expansion of this growing global spiritual center and provides avenues of opportunities for others to expand and prosper through the many organizations that we support as well as allowing us to meet our own organizational responsibilities. I want to thank each and every one of you for being a part of our global spiritual family. It makes a huge difference. And remember that you can always make a tax-deductible donation to our center anytime, weekly, monthly, or at the end of the year, whatever works for you. And you may do so with a credit card through PayPal from our website, as I said before, www.somspiritualcenterla.org, or from the weekly email blast that we send, or by mail. And our mailing address is 14431 Ventura Boulevard, number 586, Sherman Oaks, California, 91423. If you would like to email me, I'd love to hear from you where you're listening from, what's going on in your life. And my email address is faithfilled2 at aol.com. Each week, a portion of your generous giving goes to benefit one of the many organizations that our center supports. And this week we are giving to Doctors Without Borders, which is a private international association that provides aid to victims of natural or man-made disasters, irrespective of race, religion, creed, or political convictions. And today's donation will aid them in their efforts to aid victims of the twin earthquakes in Turkey and Syria. 
So I thank you in advance for your giving to Doctors Without Borders. And now, wherever you are, if you can just get quiet, sit if you can, and join me in the opening treatment. Take in a couple of deep breaths, and then exhale. We are individualized expressions of the infinite, one, with the one life, the one mind, the one presence, the one power. And we are free to express this divine presence and power authentically and honestly. We're open and receptive to the word, which is always God and always good. It's impossible to thrive if we hide and we have been given divine authority to let our light shine fully and brightly. We accept the sufficiency of gifts and grace, the discipline it requires to persevere, and the wisdom to abide in love. We surrender to that which is greater than we are and poise ourselves to receive its guidance, inspiration, and direction. We are grateful for this reality and accept that it is so. And as we gratefully accept the power of these profound words as the absolute truth, I want you to always know and always remember that there is a power within you and it can lift your life to its highest level. It can change illness into health. It can bring success out of failure and victory out of defeat. It can bring companionship and happiness out of loneliness. It will respond to you. It is the power within you. And so it is. Our theme for the month of February is living in the energy field of love. As Rumi's poem reminds us, you were born with wings. You are not meant for crawling, so don't. You have wings. Learn to use them and fly. The destination of our flight homeward is within to the home of love, that we may express it in every outward aspect of our life, to good times and difficult times. To support and inspire this month's theme, again, living in the energy field of love, we're using a different poem each week from the Sufi poet Rumi. Today's goes like this. You were born with potential. You were born with goodness and trust. You were born with ideals and dreams. You were born with greatness. You were born with wings. You're not meant for crawling, so don't. You have wings. Learn to use them and fly. Before this specific of today's topic, I want to share something else. How many of you read Pam Grout's book, E Squared or E Cubed? E-squared is a book of experiments that we can conduct to prove to ourselves how incredibly powerful our consciousness is. In her newer book, E-cubed, she writes about what she's calling Worldview 2.0, a new and improved way of looking at the world. And here's how that applies to our theme this month. 
In Worldview 2.0, you'll quickly come to realize that life is meant to be approached with exuberance and joy, and that follow your bliss is not an empty platitude for a bumper sticker, but rather a reasonable plan of action for your life. If that's not the way your life is playing out, then something is messed up. If magic isn't happening to you on a daily basis, if you're not waking up every morning with a passion and zest, you're living in a horror picture that you concocted to entertain yourself. It's the chicken and egg relationship with life which comes first. Even happy and being in love with life or having the experiences in our lives that bring us happiness and having experiences that we love Our spiritual selves will say that we know that happiness, loving life is an inside job and that the outer world of conditions doesn't bring us happiness. That internal happiness has to come first. Oh, we know this spiritually and intellectually. In my experience, it's rare that I sit with someone who is feeling deprived because they aren't internally happy. The majority of the time, it is because some outer condition is making them deeply, profoundly unhappy. We all do this. We let our outer conditions control how happy or unhappy we are. Here's an interesting example of how the chicken and egg riddle works right from Pam Grout. Pam Grout's previous book, E-Squared, came out in early 2013, I think. But she actually wrote it and published it under a different name over nine years ago. But instead of being an immediate hit like Grout assumed it would be, to quote her, it took a nosedive into the great sea of literary has-beens quickly going out of print. She said... I waved a white flag. I got busy writing three travel books for National Geographic, and I didn't spend too much time obsessing. Okay, a little bit of time. And then a few years ago, she decided to try again. So she dusted off the book, gave it a new title, and sent it to Hay House. And this time, the book became an international sensation. Isn't that interesting? The same book, just with a different title. Why did one trip on the way to the dance floor and the other waltz off into the international stardom, to quote Grout? Well, she gave three reasons. One, the title E squared may have been a tad more compelling than God doesn't have bad hair days. Number two, the timing was better. Consciousness has evolved. The secret came out right at the time the first version came out. But she believes that the most important variable was that her vibration had changed. In those nine years, she had upgraded her consciousness. She started to see all the blessings in her life. 
She said that she pumped up joy and got rid of a lot of negativity that was clogging the flow. She writes in E-Cubed, I committed to living in constant joy. I began noticing all the blessings in my life. And as I became internally happy, my external world, which is nothing but the projector of my internal thoughts, began showing a different picture. In retrospect, I should have seen it coming. Grout says there are two things we need to know. Number one, the universe has our back. And number two, everything is going to turn out okay. I agree. As we connect with the source of happiness within us, we become magnets for experiences in our lives that enhance our joy. We go beyond our comfort zone where we haven't gone before, where curiosity takes the place of fear, and where the magic of creativity frees us from the limitations of the past. I say limitations of the past because the confinement of staying in our comfort zone seems to keep us caged in by a finite memory. It isn't to avoid the valley of the shadow. It is to allow yourself to walk through the valley of discomfort and release the shadow, not avoid it. See, avoidance is just resistance, which causes persistence of the issue. You gotta look at things head on. It's certainly the most ugly things that we don't wanna look at. If we can't look at it, it won't disappear. This isn't the science of denial. This is the science of self-discovery. That means looking from the north, the south, the east, and the west. What heals us is love. Well, learning the lesson of self-love is not believing you're separate from God, the source, the creator. It is never personal, truly. It just feels that way because of the story that we attach to it. Oh, I listen to stories all the time. People will argue for their limitations, attach themselves to a situation or a perception that has absolutely nothing to do with them. To avoid losing control, we think anyway, we resist the discomfort and the inconveniences in life by avoidance. And then we let the ego have its way. And then it tells you what you should do. And it gets you to worry and be really scared and really dramatic and dream up all the worst possible scenarios. I say, learn to love yourself through the process. Darkness is not your enemy. It's just blocking the light temporarily. It's telling you to go beyond, relax, let it be. 
change for the better is taking place. Remember who your real self is, who you are and whose you are. I believe you were created in the image and likeness of God. That means infinite without limits. You're not like anyone else on this earth. No two people are alike. <laughs> you are each unique originals, one of a kind, and so perfectly put together. No one has insight like you do. Nobody loves like you do, cries like you do, or cares like you do. Not a soul has your style of laughter or of sadness. Your gifts, your talents, your skills have purposefully been implanted within you. Why? Because only you have that flair that ability to reach others. Your speech, your self-expression is like no other. You are a smart and clever co-creator. And you know what? The universe loves you. It is for you and always has your back. I know you probably take yourself for granted. And in doing that, you forget to recognize your own greatness, maybe even to express it fully. When we actually learn that we aren't meant for crawling, but have wings to fly, we do, we do find that energy of love within us. We stop closing down and our hearts remain opened and that's when we find freedom. Living in the energy field of love. Living in the energy field of love. That's big. The truth is Nobody in the world has quite the mix of your perspective or your sense of humor or your skills and abilities and your potential. No one can be you as well as you can be you. Again, you are an original, the likes of which the world has never before seen. Love is the highest name of God. God is our love. Unlimited love because God is unlimited love. And love is God. Ernest Holmes, in his great books, This Thing Called You, wrote, We can desecrate but never lose the divine spark. It's always there. Your spirit already is perfect, an individualized center in the consciousness of God. God has made you out of itself. The only material it had was the substance of its own being. 
and the only mind it had to implant was its mind. The only spirit it had to impart was its own spirit. Now Rumi has the last word as our closing treatment. And I have changed you to we. So relax, take a couple of deep breaths, get still, surrendering to the one creator source, each of us being its perfect divine expression. Let's individually and collectively know that these beautiful words from Rumi's poem inspire us and uplift us to go way beyond where we've ever been before by realizing these beautiful words. We were born with potential. We were born with goodness and trust. We were born with ideals and dreams. We were born with greatness. We were born with wings. We are not meant for crawling, so don't. We have wings. Learn to use them and fly. The light of God surrounds us. The love of God enfolds us. The power of God protects us. The presence of God watches over us. Wherever we are, God is. All is well, and so it is. And now, my friends, you go forth as messengers of loving kindness, joy, and goodness, and make known this truth so your life continues to increase in value by simply sharing the value with someone else. Until next time, stay safe, be well, be kind, especially to yourself. Namaste.